I'm Gabs. And I'm Blizz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their, their Tropes, tropes battle, battle for, for Dominance. That was probably off again, but... That, you sounded good on my end. Oh, if we get it, so... fucking hype. <laughs> Who knows? Oh my goodness. Um, before anything, I do want to say that I switched offices over the weekend. So um, if you guys don't remember, I record this at my dad's office and uh, we moved the locations. So... Um, it's like a similar room, but smaller. So hopefully that makes the audio less bouncy, but we'll see. Um, and I'm, hopefully you guys won't notice a difference anyways with our editing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah. Liz, how's this week been for you? Um, good. Yeah. My my new new job is great. I love it a lot. Um, That's awesome. My manager's really nice. And Sunday night, they sent me home with a whole box of sushi it was great. i saw that i, I was, was like i was like oh just like about to run out and they were like oh and like they said my name and i was like i was like oh yeah bye and they were like no liz like this is for you i was like thank you <laughs> that's so sweet yeah. and all of my coworkers are nice i ended up meeting one of my coworkers. So like I had a small get together for my graduation. All of mm. us were vaccinated. So my friend Sue, who's like one of my best friends from high school who got me the job at the new place was like, "Oh, can I bring like my coworker over? Like I've just been hanging out with her. I think you'd like her." And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like and uh we started talking and I mentioned Hannibal and she was like, no. "Oh, I love Hannibal." And I mentioned like we're we're just like we have similar interests and I was dying. I was like, "Yes, I love you." <laughs> so, uh That's yeah, I cute. love I, I love the new job. Uh great. Um yeah. So, how how have you been? Um <laughs> you know, uh <laughs> Well, I um I start my new job tomorrow, so I'm a little bit nervous. Oh yeah, you've only done training so far, right? Yeah, so um we'll see how that goes. Um I <laughs> I I'm working I think 15 hours the first week and around 20 25 hours the second week, so it's nothing like That's too, nice. Yeah, honestly. it's nothing. It's not going to be hard. It's just different days cuz I only work 4 to 5 hour shifts. That's so uh, sexy, though. <laughs> a four-hour shift or a four- or five-hour shift yeah, is so I, nice. Yeah, I that's what. It. That's why I'm, like, so hyped for my new job with, like, most of, like, three of the days I'm working, like, a four, four-and-a-half-hour shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day I will be – I'm, like, working basically the entire day, so it's killer, but it's, like, the entire day, and then it's, like – 11 30 to like 2 33 whenever we finish our stuff from the lunch so then i get to go home so i'll go home for like an hour to an hour and 30 minutes and then i come back from four to like closing which is like 8 30 to 9 so it's like technically a lot but like it's really nice and relaxing compared to my old job because even that long day is like so broken up it's so nice but yeah the shorter shifts are so sexy i love it How's your training been going though? It's um <laughs> Oh no. Um well, I might have a problem just now because uh my boss texted me earlier and it's like check that it your schedule that I just gave you is in the scheduling app and I didn't want to tell her that I hadn't downloaded it yet. So I was like, "Oh yeah, it looks good." And now I can't get into the scheduling app, so <laughs> Oh no. I'm going to tell her tomorrow that like, "Oh, my password's not working for some reason." And I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll fix it there. Um, I don't, I don't want to text her anymore. I feel, I feel so awkward texting her, but the training's fine. I'm, it's supposed to, I get paid seven hours for it. 
but oh, she's nice. like it won't take you that long and i'm like yeah it's taking me maybe four hours to do and i just have to finish the harassment training or whatever harassment um, training takes maybe well at least the new york while. state oh the new york state one's like under an hour i mean so far it's been about an hour um and i'm on like the last two modules oh damn it's, just, it's more just long yeah it's more of this it just takes like um like you can't fast forward anything like you have to watch every video and yeah it's a pain for me because i process things better when they're faster so like mm-hmm. the slowness that they talk makes it really hard for me to like keep up with what they're saying and I'm yeah like, okay Are like i really like... like the training modules where they're like oh here you have extra speed like you can you can speed it up to double speed and i'm like yes yeah and it's like always the questions like the questions and the answers are so easy yeah the one thing that pisses me off is there's no subtitles and i'm like this feels illegal oh that's fucked yeah mine had subtitles but yeah so i start my first like actual shift tomorrow um i'm a little nervous because i I, believe in i mean if you guys don't remember i'm working at a big clothing company chain tm um that's like a global brand so i'm a little nervous because i've never worked like retail retail and this is at the mall so it's real retail um so we'll see yeah i'm happy i moved out of like grocery store tm yeah (laughs) because like retail and like grocery store customers are like a whole different breed compared Mm -hmm. to like restaurant customers yeah i I will say like restaurant customers can get nasty but i've noticed at least like from the old job i worked at like Mm -hmm. i worked at like kind of a not a restaurant but like kind of a food place before and just it happens at a lesser rate yes for sure and i mean jesus you get some characters that like retail and groceries i mean the the one good thing about me only being at the store for the summer is that like even after i'm done with my quote-unquote training i can literally always just go oh i'm new so stop yelling at me (laughs) oh that's always my um i tried to like deflect because i love deflecting onto other people right it's like it, not in like a bad way but where it's like oh someone starts to get mad at me like at my old job when I was manager someone like if someone started to get like a little frustrated with me about something I'm like I'm just like a really new manager so I don't want to go like go against what I was told because I really don't want to get in trouble because I'm new right and they always listen <laughs> I love that. Or uh, like, it it was so funny on Sunday. I was like, uh, someone was asking about like a substitution. I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry. Like we don't do it. And then they asked for another. I was like, oh, my manager said we don't do that. And my manager was like, don't say your manager told you. Because she was like, those people who are like. her under the bus. She's like, don't. I don't want people to be like, talk to the manager or whatever. I'm like, well, usually it gets them to shut up. That's my always thing where it's like That's argue the second you, you mention manager, they usually either shut they're up like, or they're oh, like, okay. I want to speak to them. Yeah. And then it's that's not what your problem she anymore. Want. She doesn't want her to Well, that's her job. <laughs> no, no, no. She's like, unless they ask and unless they start to get mean, then you can pass it off to me. But that's she fair. was just like, it, it's not like she's like, oh, I don't want to deal with them. She's like, just don't mention me unless they ask for me or like it starts to get really bad. Then you just pass the phone to me. And I'm like, okay that that's fair yeah. i guess yeah she, she's like i don't want it to immediately just be like oh can i talk to the manager over something really small especially because she's okay doing, yeah like, that makes sense because she's like she what i really like about her as a manager compared to my old managers at like the grocery store tm mm-hmm. she's like literally running around like she's packing like, like she's orders. actually working like, she's actually working with us you know mm-hmm. as so a manager I love, should I, I love her she's so nice and very sweet and yes that's I like good her. 
News Good. store, lovely. Yes, we love um, it. And other news, like I was running a little late to get here because um, my new cosplay came in today. Woo! Which Amber cosplay? Genshin Impact. I'm nice. very excited. Um, I finally, my friends convinced me to like go ahead and get it for Mick costumes, and I've had a very bad experience. Liz, you remember my Azura I I cosplay. just like Mick costumes. It's like you have to be willing to do a shit ton of alterations to exactly. it. Exactly. So I will never buy Mick costumes not on sale. Yes, that's my. I yeah, I got this for twenty it, bucks off. I will only buy it on sale, and then I will do more alterations. Like I still haven't done the alterations because me and Sky at the beginning of quarantine bought like Star Guardian, mm-hmm. like from League of Legends. So like they got Star Guardian Lulu, and I got Star Guardian Ezreal mm-hmm. at the beginning of quarantine. And as we all know, working on cosplay during quarantine is a little rough. Yeah. But, like, we bought it with, like, the plan of, like, altering it and, like, right. embellishing them to make them look nicer. Yeah. It's just, like, I cannot buy a Mick costume and expect to be able to, like, comfortably yeah. wear it out of the package. Absolutely. You know? I will say, like, I was pleasantly surprised because, like, I got this because a mutual of mine um, said, like, oh, I got it from here, and it's, like, really good quality, and she posted, like, a video of it, and I'm, like, she's, like, yeah, I made no alterations. I'm, like, I made no alterations, and it looks that good. Okay, I'll try it. So I got it, and, like, I only have one complaint, and that's that it came with, like, boob padding, but, like, you know, I got big old titties, and this is a strapless dress, but, or, um, outfit, but it did come with, like, clear sleeve, like, uh, straps to attach, which I really liked, and, mm-hmm. like, they work. Like, it, it's, like, re- and it's also, like, really good quality, like, the fabric feels really nice. Um, it's not cheap at all. But um, yeah. so like I, I just, think it really depends on. It's what very you're hit getting. or miss, but it's also because like they're resellers. You know, they're not making the cosplays. It also like highly depends on what you're getting. You know, yeah. like I don't know the character you're doing off the top of my mm-hmm. head, but like I feel like it's it depends on like level of complexity and where that complexity absolutely is. and like you know I mean she's not like. She's definitely not, like, the hardest, like, most detailed character in the game. But, like, she still has, like, the the game is, like, about aesthetics. So, you know, she does have, like, a more complicated design than, like, some other, like, anime characters, for example. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, so my only complaint is, like, the boob padding because it's, like, really obvious when I have big boobs that stretch the fabric. And, like, you can see the white of the padding against oh yeah so, like, that's rough and it's probably it's lined which is really nice but like i have to get through the lining to remove the padding um and i also want to be able to stitch it in a way that's not totally obvious that you know i went in there so oh i see i have to i have to like figure that out before i do it and then um also it came with this like thigh belt that she has but like it's the, this could be like a normal belt on somebody. It's so big. I'm like, how big do thigh you think belts? my thighs are? Thigh belts just don't fucking work. For they, me. Never they always do. fall down. Right. You got to If you if you. I'm safety pinning it. Sorry, I'm just looking up because I thought I mm-hmm. knew who you're talking about. Yeah, you got to safety pin it to. Honestly, if you ever have like a thigh belt or a thigh garter in a cosplay, my thing. Well, she has it attached to socks, so you're fine. Yeah. But one thing, like I did, because I did a cosplay with a thigh garter for. ANYC like two years ago mm-hmm. no three years ago at this point I think it's two years because it's Who two anime it? NYCs ago but like we had like a thigh garter and so we all were um tights and we just literally safety pinned it to the tights and it didn't fall down all day yeah so that's like what trick. I'm gonna try to do too little tip because like those socks like so like it came with like her tights right but they're like socks you know like yeah the low budget 3d printed socks that like fall down your legs yeah so I'm gonna like try to um uh like see if i can get spandex that are like skin colored and like uh-huh. attach them 
to yeah. that so that it'll help keep it like pulled up and I don't have to keep readjusting with like fashion tape or whatever and I'm like that would make my life so much easier so or just hoping see it works. If you, or safety pin it to tights yeah exactly I'm gonna do either one of those but um, safety pins are your best friend in I cosplay. really want to just sew it if I can so that I don't have to keep readjusting it yeah that's fair but yeah any other news um while we're on this topic or you good to get no. started all right, cool. So I got to pick this week. What'd you pick? So yeah, I chose Modern AU. Um, I love a Modern AU. I know Liz loves a Modern AU. Ah! Um, Sorry. And what's funny too is I was going through like my bookmarks, you know, like what fix should I use for this? And um, one of the ones I like first ones that popped up was the uh, quarantine stuffy fic that uh, Liz and I have talked about before that I sent her. Uh-huh. That, um, is really cute. And I'm like, oh, I guess that is a Modern AU that I just never thought about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's like, yeah, because it's like, well, you can get into modern AU, yeah. but it is. Yeah, so I mean, it's pretty sim- like self-explanatory. It's just characters from a story that doesn't take place in like our present timeline or takes place in a historical setting or pseudo historical so like not a real, like real accurate historical setting, like Attack on Titan, that is a historical yeah. setting, but it's obviously not our historical like background. Yeah. So like that's pseudo historical. Um, and then they're taken from that setting and they're put into a more modern setting. This usually involves removing their magic or sci-fi elements from the story, but not always. Um, and that is usually like a no magic AU or mundane AU. Um, an yeah, example of this is like sorry. Game of No, you're good. Game of Thrones characters are taken from the Game of Thrones story and like now they go to college in DC or something and they have no knowledge yeah. of like their quote unquote past in Game of Thrones. So were you yeah. gonna say something, Liz? Or? I was gonna say where it's like well, kind of, kind of within, like, the fic, like, you're talking about, where you're like, oh, I guess this is a modern AU, where it's, like, Bucky is, a, like, a college student who doesn't have, like, powers. It's also uh, ABO, so it's, like, I don't know how modern, modern it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so, like, in modern AU isn't always just cut and dry, like, we go to college now, or, like we do x y and z it je- literally just means something that's happening in a world that we know but it could still be like an alternate universe so for example omegaverse can easily be a modern au but obviously we don't exist in omegaverse you know yeah um i can't wait guys we don't <laughs> i know liz Ugh. i'm so- sorry I th- i'm i it wasn't my heat i was just imagining it i was just horny you know <laughs> I saw, wait, wait, I saw this fucking TikTok, like, speaking of Omegaverse, like, Omegaverse TikTok is still a thing, and I'm, it's my favorite thing. I saw this mm-hmm. fucking TikTok, and I know I sent it to you, Liz, that was like, are we really going to pretend that Ted Cruz didn't, like, beg for Bernie Sanders to breed him on the Congress floor? I can't. Wild. <laughs> People are wild. Man. And they're all, like, going, like, oh, my God, I know. Like, he should have taken his heat suppressive. <laughs> I love that. I couldn't breathe. I genuinely couldn't breathe. It was so freaking funny. My favorite um, one was by, oh my god, I'm forgetting his like name on TikTok, but he's like a pretty popular cosplay creator mm-hmm. where he's like, all these dude bros at the gym act like they're alpha, yeah, yeah, yeah. but really they're omegas. I can smell your slick from here. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> guys yeah. if you're not on omegaverse tiktok you should be it's so funny it's okay. so funny. um but anyway so the modern au is very popular and a bunch of fandoms but specifically star wars um attack on Woo! titan game of thrones Sorry. merlin assassin's creed pride and prejudice Xena Warrior Princess, Phantom of the Opera, and The 100. Ooh, I love Phantom. Yeah, apparently, like, people really like to put them in a modern um, setting to give them a chance to have, like, a more, like, a healthier relationship. As yeah. What they have. Uh, and I've never seen Phantom, so I, I can't oh, you know, comment. Yes. But I know, I know the Phantom's basics. Phantom's my favorite. Is it really? Yeah, it's my favorite musical. Aww, I'll have to watch it just for you. Yeah, I love it. So, yeah, so it's very self-explanatory. I don't think there's really anything to add unless you think there is, Liz. But, um, no. So I have two fics. Um, we'll see if we get through both of them. One of them, I just took a really short excerpt, and the other one, a longer one. So the first one I have is called Coming Back to You by Ray D. Magden, um, and that's all one word. And it's a She-Ra fic, um, and it is explicit, and it is Omegaverse, however. Oh, It's a college course, yeah. AU, um, and... It was hard for me to read it at first when I first read it a year or so ago because it's um, a lacrosse AU. And if you all, if you don't remember, like my, I have PTSD um, that stems from my lacrosse experience. So <laughs> it was hard for me to get through like the beginning part where they talk about it. But like I feel okay to read through it now, which I think is a lot of progress, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a cute little fic. It's uh, Catra's the Omega, of course, and Shira's the Alpha. And um and they meet at like a party and um yeah you basically get the background in this uh snippet i took out i don't think i have anything like porn really in here there might be like some talk of it but it's it's mostly it's pretty tame but it's an explicit fic so i'm gonna read for katra and then uh liz you'll read for shira slash adora but there's not a whole lot of talking so don't worry okay pull it together katra remember you're here for an alpha Katra keeps that goal at the front of her at the forefront of her mind as she mingles with the crowd carrying a red solo cup. It's only filled with Sprite, but she's hardly touched it. She doesn't need alcohol for a buzz tonight. Not with her heart pounding and her hands shaking. Not while her skin crawls with the desire to rip her clothes off and bask naked in the room's unsatisfactory air conditioning. It took an effort of will to drag herself here to one of Mystacore's infamous keggers. Apparently, nerds party hard. She wouldn't know. She nerds just... do party <laughs> they hard. They do. <laughs> I tell you. Well, one at anime con. Yeah, I was gonna say con. Hello. <laughs> but like, literally, my high school, the play kids after play, we'd have like like actual like really big parties. Honestly, like, I would not have grouped the nerd kids with the theater kids at my high school. It's. I don't think we really had like a quote unquote nerd kids group, but I'm That's not fair. like at my high school. Like, well, I mean, usually you think like theater kids, like mm-hmm. oh, they're just gonna go to like some like random Denny's and then annoy all the workers. Yeah, that's what our no, we kids threw did. like fucking parties, baby. <laughs> they were so good. Holy shit, um, nerds party, nerds do party. She despises the college social scene. Meeting people is a waste of time. Time she could use to study or practice on the lacrosse field. But her heat is coming, and she doesn't have an alpha to satisfy it anymore. Without one, the process will be agonizing. She scans the packed room in search of prospects, but there aren't many to speak of. A dusky blue lizard woman and a purple-skinned goat lady sit in a shadowy corner, eyeing her over her bottles of hard seltzer. So, like, you can see, like, here, they clearly didn't do away with the entire, like, sci-fi element. Like, there are other, like, species, um, but they're, like, in a modern, quote-unquote, Yeah, there's, like, different levels of modern age. Exactly. 
Uh, both are alphas. Catra's pretty sure she's seen them before on the Crimson Waste lacrosse team. She thinks she kicked their butts sometime last month. Not that it matters now. The horde is done for the season, thanks to the great and powerful She-Ra. She turns away before bitterness can take root, downing half her soda in one go. It's way too hot in this frat house, not to mention smelly. How do alphas live like this? Also, I love how like it's like implied that frats are just alpha-like things. Like frat houses are just like alpha houses, and like I like genuinely don't think I'd ever be able to enter a, like a frat house. Oh, me either. I, like, ha- I have, I, and I hate it. My my well, I went into one. Like mm-hmm. I was very intoxicated already, so it was fine. But like my younger brother is in a frat, and my younger brother reeks. I cannot imagine <laughs> him in like all the other like frat boys living. Like, in that that just would be did disgusting. not be so dirty. He, he reeks, reeks like straight up. He smells. <laughs> Literally, he was home for like a whole day and then I had Lauren over to watch like like for like Friday we watch like mm-hmm. usually a Marvel movie, we got drunk and we ate pizza. Like he it was a full day and it smelled down there. We had to bring a fucking candle. <laughs> I'm telling that. you frat pros stink. They do. The only time I went to a frat house was uh before freshman year, I went with my best friend um, at UGA because um, she was doing, like, the early acceptance mm-hmm. program there, at, like, over the summer before freshman year. So we went to, like, all the frat houses and stuff, and she stole a scooter from one of their basements and tried Love to it. take it with us. And we brought it to, like, two other frat houses before she had to abandon it because the Uber driver wouldn't take it with us. <laughs> and she also um, – she got violently ill in the Jewish uh, fraternity house. I remember that. Um, and they, like – like the girls there who were like older did not believe me when I was like, Yeah, I'm totally sober. I'm here like as her designated sober friend and they're like, Yeah, sure. And I'm like, I like I'm barely drinking all night because I know how my friend gets. So uh good yeah. times. Frat houses are a mess. Don't go yeah. if you don't have to. Yeah. Our college also didn't have frat, yeah, we didn't so have it wasn't Greek even life, like yeah. I, so. I really enjoyed. Um my yeah, grad school me. has Greek life, which makes me a little nervous, but I mean I don't have to engage with it as much. So Yeah. Um, okay, where was I? Um, how do alphas live like this, she wonders, wrinkling her nose at the sight of a greasy pizza box upturned over the arm of a couch. Several couples are making out on it, despite the clutter of paper plates and abandoned cups. Katra heads in the opposite direction. She's no neat freak herself, but this is repulsive. Or maybe being around this many idiots is what has her feeling repulsed. Maybe thinking about Adora. No, she won't think about Adora tonight, or Scorpia. What the fuck was Scorpia thinking, Jumping, dumping her just two weeks before her heat without time to find someone else outside of a hookup? Inconsiderate. <laughs> and all because she doesn't want to commit to something permanent right now, or maybe ever. But they're in college for fuck's sake. Commitment isn't on anyone's mind. Okay, maybe mm, that's that just you. That got me fucking angry. Yeah. Yes. Literally, we, everyone. Oh, yeah, like, like. Like, is this, like, going anything more? I'm not looking for a commitment right now. I'm not looking for a relationship. And I'm like, what the fuck did I say that? (laughs) I know. That's, like, driving me crazy. Like, Liz, like, you know, had, like, a thing going with a couple people. And, like, they just would never commit. And, like, they would, like, lead her on. And it killed me Or it wasn't even, like, just, like, the commit. Like, they would, like, we would start out being, like, flirty and, like, all that stuff. And then it would just, like, fizzle out. And I'm like, oh, like, what's up? Like, what's happening? Because, like, even if we kept it at, like, that, like, flirty little, like, hookup stage, you know, like, that's mm-hmm. fine. But, like, it would literally just, like, slowly stop. And, like, but they'd keep talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, hey, like, what's what's going on? Like, I want to know, like, is this, like, going anywhere? And, like, that doesn't mean, like, a super long-term relationship. But right. I'm like, are we still going to be slightly romantically involved? Like, you know? Like, and they're just always just something. like, no. Bitch, that was just literally my entire fucking life. I hate it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> People suck ass. 
And, like, also, I don't know, like, I personally, like, me and my boyfriend are on the same page of, like, neither of us really like dating just to date. You know, like, we're not really hookup people. We prefer to just, like, you know, be in long-term relationships. We're not, that's just not, it's just who we are. So, like, that was, you know, a lot of our issues growing up, too. Um, Okay, okay, sorry. Um, Blah, blah, blah. The energy in the room shifts, pulling Katra from her thoughts. Lizard woman and goat lady have left their corner and are making their way over, slowly, like they have all the time in the world. She wonders if they can smell her, wonders if they realize she's in heat. Her own world is a barrage of scents, most of them unpleasant, food and body spray and alpha must. It's hard to tell them apart. Coming here was stupid. Why the fuck did I think I'd find someone here? None of this is right. None of them compared to... With an angry shake of her head, Katra stomps into the next room, where a large crowd has gathered around something or other. Idiots being idiots, probably. Despite her indifference, she peers past Semden's shoulder to see what's going on. Beer pong, as it turns out. She's arrived just in time to see a dirty-looking ping-pong ball splash into the last remaining cup on one side of the table. I love beer pong. I've literally never played. Beer pong is so much fun, but, um... Like, I also don't like beer, so that's... Why I've never played. You can play it with whatever. Yeah, but like you don't have to beer. play it with beer. Yeah, but the only time I've seen it has been at that those like frat houses and well, usually okay. So if you're smart, you don't like put your actual beer in the cups you're playing with because that's nasty. Yeah. Um, you put water in those cups and you just take them away and you have whatever you're drinking on the side and you you drink that when you when they get it in. Mm-hmm. And so you can do whatever, like a mixed drink or whatever. And so it's, like, it's usually, like, whatever you have, you just drink at, like, a party. It's not, like, you have to drink the beer they have. (gasps) I usually avoid doing it with with beer. Next con, we should set it up and play. That'd be rough to do at a con. We could figure it out. We would figure it out. I have faith in us. Okay. Especially if we did it, like, hall mat. There's all that, like, outside space. Oh, fuck yeah. We should set up a beer pot. Let's do it. We it'll be so fun. It would be really fun. I feel like we yeah we could do it. We'd figure it out. We'd make maybe. friends. We'd we make, should make oh, like little make business so... ca- like cards, being like hit us up. You'd make, <laughs> you'd make so many friends because if I saw someone playing beer pong at a convention, I'd go right over. Oh, fuck I'd immediately yeah. be like, be my friend. I want to play. Let's go. Fuck yes. It'd be okay. great. Okay. 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 <laughs> Cheers erupt around her, and Katra winces, flattening her ears to muffle some of the noise. Ugh, how many drinks have these dumbasses had? And then this is you. Uh, yes! A triumphant voice cries as the winner, an alpha in a red jacket, does a twirl followed by a fist pump. I'm the beer pong champion in your face, Huntara. Huntara, yeah. Huntara. Katra doesn't even glance at the other end of the table to see who Huntara is. She steps forward on instinct, breathing in deeply through her nose. She knows that strong, enticing smell, that bubbly voice, even that dumb red jacket. It's Adora, her former high school teammate. Now, Bright Moon's star player and her most infuriating opponent. Sorry to interrupt, but I mm-hmm. must say, well, to go back to the I'm the beer pong champion, <laughs> I've not been a beer pong champion, but I've been a flip cup champion at a party. Mm-hmm. Like, I, me, I had a team. Me and my team literally beat, like, five or six different people. It was great. I believe we, I was really good. <laughs> I was really well, it's just like, guys, I can do party games. Guys, come be my friend. I can do party I games. I just, I miss parties. My I body is just buzzing. I miss them so much. No, I really miss them, too. And it's, like, not something I really enjoyed before college. And now, like, I, I just, I regret not being able to go to more parties in college. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, like, my number one regret right now, I, I think. I just fucking miss it. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, fuck me. Just fuck me. Sorry. Somebody, oh, whoa. Somebody walked right outside. <laughs> I was like, um, oh, no. 
<laughs> oh no just fuck me she knows what she needs to do turn around leave the party and spend the next couple of days curled up in bed with her trusty vibrator it's the right decision the safe decision but her red converses remain rooted to the floor she can't move a muscle all she can do is stare as adora beaming brighter than the sun finally notices her standing there Catra remains spellbound as those innocent baby blues widen. Dora's mouth falls open in a small O. Her posturing vanishes in an instant, replaced by an almost shy shrug of her shoulders. She tries to speak, fails, clears her throat, and tries again. Hey, Catra. Um, what are you doing here? Same thing you are, dummy. Catra rolls her eyes, raising her half-empty cup of Sprite. What? Is a Mystic Core party too good for a hoardy now? Adora's brows pull together as though she's hurt. That isn't what I meant. Yeah, well, whatever. See you next season, Shira. Katra has every intention of whirling around and stomping off after that, but to her embarrassment, it takes several seconds. She can smell Adora clearly, and the alpha's pull is magnetic. Her eyes trail along those broad shoulders, those strong arms, even that stupid poof of golden hair above Adora's forehead is starting to look cute. Fuck! What's wrong with me? She dumped me. Got her fancy scholarship and left just because Bright Moon made her a better offer. Even in heat, I'm not desperate enough to fuck my other traitor ex. Catra! Adora hesitates, then reaches out with one hand. This gesture shatters Catra's trance. This time, she stalks off in a huff, as originally intended, tail ramrod straight, ears flat, fists clenched. Adora wouldn't fucking dare follow her. That's what she tells herself, even as the desperate urge to look back nearly overwhelms her. Catra, um, wait! Honestly, we can, we can like, cut off, like, the last couple paragraphs there. It's fine. Let's okay. just put two of them talking. But, yeah, so, um, we're gonna cut it off there. That's just a cute little, uh, fic. And, yeah, I it like ends in them it. having, like, heat sex and whatever and then getting oh. together. So, um, I like, I like it! And then yeah. it's, like, heat sex. <laughs> Liz, please get into she It's so good. I, I will. I have many plans to watch many things over the summer. I will literally watch she again. That's like, not my problem. I, <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Like, I will watch it again with you. I know when. so many things I need. I have, like, a whole list of movies I need to watch. That's fair. Books to read. Um, You know, shit to do. That's you know, fair. Life's cr- and, like, shows to watch already. My life sucks. I have too much to do. That's, and not enough fucking time. That's fair. Um, I have one other fic. Do you think we have time to get through it? or? I... Uh, uh, mine is like mine. I can definitely cut much shorter. So I mean, as long I as we're done by five thirty, I'm good. Yeah, we should be good then. We, okay. we could read a bit of it. Okay. Yeah, it's like only a page, like two pages long, really. Um, three okay. Pages, really. Okay. So the other fic I have is um a Mikanzo fic going back <gasps> to our roots. Yes! Um, and I chose it because I love uh, yesterday, the the day that we're recording this, yesterday was Overwatch's fifth anniversary. Um, and I was like, Yay! oh, wow, that's, like, so, like, cool. <laughs> it's yeah. been so long. This, like, game has really – and I was thinking, I was like, wow, this game has, like, introduced – like, you know, I've made so many friends through it. Um, I got closer to friends through it. Like, me and Liz, like, Geeky. became closer as a result of Overwatch. Um, I met my boyfriend <laughs> through it. So it's it's really been um, such a good thing for me, and I love this game. So this fic is called Desperado, and it's by – Faya, Faya, hey, F-A-I-A-H-A-E. It's all one word, and it's rated teen and up. Um, and I have the summary here because I only took part of the excerpt from the first chapter, and it's a cute little soulmate AU fic. Uh, that's also modern AU. And it's, uh, Kree is, like, a pop star type Ooh, dude. And, um, I love so that. And it's just a stranger, and this is one of those soulmate things where, like, 
whatever song is stuck in your soulmate's head gets stuck in your head um and basically like uh hanzo keeps getting this song stuck in his head and then then they're like we've never heard this song before that's so weird and then a few days later it gets released on the radio and he's like oh my god that's my favorite singer and he's like oh, oh my god, god. This is so- i love it yeah I love it's it so, so much so cute so the summary is that uh, Genji knows that his brother's one true love has to be Jesse McCree, the voice and guitar behind Desperado. But Hanzo's going to take some getting some. Hmm. But Hanzo's going to take some convincing, and Genji's hardly going to wait around. In the meantime, he's got a plan. So um, this is just Hanzo and Genji in this uh, excerpt. So I'll read for Hanzo. You'll read for Genji. Yes. <laughs> the first time it happened, Hanzo thought nothing of it. He knew about the soulmate songs, of course. Everyone did. He didn't listen to music much, but Genji listened to the radio, and he was the one that noticed that the song that had just dropped from his favorite band was the same one Hanzo had been humming for days. His older brother had shrugged, must have been released somewhere else first. No matter how much research Genji did trying to find any earlier copies and coming up with nothing, Hanzo had shrugged it off. It was a little weirder the second time. The song was such a major success that even Hanzo heard it within a few days of it coming out, but this time it had been in his head for a month. He'd been griping at Genji about it, pop chords and melodies spinning in his head and practically stopping him from sleeping. This time, Genji had been preparing and noted to Hanzo that the lyrics he'd had in his head were actually a little different from the ones on the radio. Hanzo had again shrugged and turned the radio off. Maybe someone works in the music industry. Aren't you even the... Ah, sorry. (laughs) Aren't you even the least bit curious? Genji had his knees up in the passenger seat, twirling a strand of bright green hair and looking at his brother with utter utter confusion. Neither of us can speak today. I can never speak, so (laughs) this isn't a rare occurrence for me. (laughs) You're right. Hanzo raised an eyebrow at him. Haven't you always said if it's meant to be, you'll find them eventually? Yeah, but this could be someone from the band or someone rich. This could be in Hollywood. Oh, sorry. They could be in Hollywood. Hanzo snorted. Your concern is touching, but I have spent plenty of nights looking up Tibetan temple music for you, and we have not yet booked that plane ticket. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that's... Zen and... yes, yeah. yes, I get it. <laughs> cute, cute. Of course, Genji would get that plane ticket just to spite him. His brother had returned, smug and grinning, with a man in temple robes, a shaved head, and a nine-circle grid tattoo on his forehead in blue, and a few other marks in gold. He'd walked into the house behind Genji and bowed deeply to a stunned Hanzo, who was having a great great deal of trouble holding onto his coffee cup. The monk padded off to Genji's room, moving so quietly Hanzo would have sworn he was almost floating. Genji turned (laughs) on him, grinning. So, when should I buy concert tickets? Hanzo sighed heavily, but with fondness. I appreciate your concern for my love life, but I hardly think that's an appropriate course of action. You should focus on getting your friend settled. His eyebrows were pulling together. He feared he had many sleepless nights ahead of him if Genji was as indiscreet with this man as he tended to be with the others he brought home. (laughs) He was going to have to buy some earplugs or start working nights. Genji groaned. Come on, Hanzo. You've got better... You've got better than a backstage pass to my favorite band, and you won't even let me take you to a concert. Hanzo took another deep swig of his coffee to avoid answering, but Genji is pounding now, and it's crushing Hanzo a little bit, even if his brother does look like a carrot. Desperado. Hanzo reflected on it as he lowered his mug. The band's music is not bad. Would be enjoyable if he hadn't heard it all a thousand times before it plays (laughs) on the radio. He doubted there'd be anything to gain from the concert, but it was very hard to say no to Genji without expression, especially since he'd gone two weeks and Hanzo had missed his antics. He took another swig of his coffee. Genji's eyes got bigger. He lowered it and sighed. 
maybe if they play in the area. Genji whooped, throwing his arms in the air and sprinting to his room to get his computer. Hanzo could hear furious typing in the low comp sound of Genji's maid's voice. Hanzo rubbed his forehead, wondering what he got himself into. Please don't be playing here soon. I can you please? I really am. I'm gonna read this quick. Holy <laughs> wait, shit, wait here. Let it. me pull it up right now. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's oh a it's God. one of those fix I have like this has been in my bookmarks for a very long time. So I don't remember if it's here. I can actually find it right now and tell you if it's been updated or completed. Just give me one quick second. Damn, most of my bookmarks are porn. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, See, I feel like that's also why I wouldn't want to bookmark because I would look and then look at all my bad decisions and be like, yeah, I don't bookmark all my bad decisions, but most of them. Okay, I'm sending I'm sending it over to you now. I almost just sent it to my boss. That would have been bad. Oof, that would (sighs) have been rough. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Yes. It's a it's a cute fic. It's completed, too. So. I love it. Okay, so yeah, um, I'm definitely going to keep reading modern AUs. I like them. Um, I know Liz is going to keep reading them because they tend to follow like under domestic stuff. And we all know Liz and domestic AUs. Oh, fuck yeah. A modern AU. And like even with like within the domestic AU, mm-hmm. if it's like a sci-fi thing, I do prefer it to be a modern AU as well. Right. So it's very much Especially like my it's, favorite it's, like, thing. more relatable too when it's a uh, modern yeah, exactly. That's what I like. I like relatability. What can I say? I don't blame you at all. Yeah. Um. So I guess you want to get into mine? Yeah, let's do it. I got randomly assigned Next Generation. Ooh. So um, this is a fan fiction trope that has the children or the next generation of canon characters of a piece of media at the center. So like basically like talk a lot about Harry Potter. Yes, Uh, original. I think of (laughs) reminder: fuck J.K. Rowling when we talk about Harry Potter. We do not support J.K. Rowling. Just want to say that out of the bat. But yeah, it's like basically like children of main characters. So these characters may be canon or they can be OCs. This was really popular um, like two years ago with My Hero Academia, where they would do My Hero Academia Next Gen, and people would create like characters they and like create characters and the quirks those characters have based on like their favorite pairing or pairing they think would work well together and basically be like they had a child you know um it was cool i mean there there was the funny meme where it's like the ikikoi todoroki or whatever what do you remember that meme I wasn't into oh. Book No Hero. No, that I, I feel really bad because a lot of people ended up like bullying the person. So like, I'm not gonna oh, bring. No. Was, it was like really sad because the person was a kid and like it was really bad that they they bullied oh, them. No. But it was like it was it was it was cringy, but like in the fun way that kids are cringy. So it was right. like fun. But yeah, whatever. But yeah, I really like audience. it. Yeah. But my hero next gen, my hero academia next gen was like a really good example of OCs um as mm-hmm. the next generation and so usually next generation is seen in like future fix or kid fix though like the characters don't always have to be children within the fic like they could be grown up you yeah. know it was pretty We're... popular in bleach and naruto too yeah i saw that in like some of the tags but mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go through some examples in canon Ooh. so in lois and clark the new adventures of superman in the i mean spoiler but this is a show from the 90s so so it's not but spoiler. in <laughs> it, yeah 
in the last episode, um, Clark finds out he cannot conceive a child with Lois, and a baby magically appears. That's, like, literally all you get. Mm -hmm. So there's, like, no exploration of how the child would be raised. So, like, a cool fanfic okay, would be, like, weird. how would this child be raised? And woo, you know, because, like, it's literally the last episode and they right. get a baby. Um, with Harry Potter, I mean, right when the series ended, we had, with Deathly Hollows, we kind of just had an epilogue. Where we saw like Harry, Ginny, Ron, Hermione, and Draco who watched their children leave for Hogwarts. So it led to a lot of like, you know, like a lot of like fan like fan and characterizations mm -hmm. of how we think their kids would be and what right. they would be like. And then we had actual canon exploration of this with the play The Cursed Child. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I have not read it. It's not um, good. I have the thing is the book's in the in my basement, so I might just read it. Mm -hmm. Um, and just do it. Because, like, I do, I've, I've, like, the thing is, like, I know it's not good, but I've, like, I know what the plot's about, and I do find it kind of interesting. It's, like, yeah, yeah. no, because, I mean, it, it's very much, like, Wattpad-esque of, like, oh, this could be a really interesting plot, but, like, maybe it just translated poorly into, like, playwriting, but, like, it wasn't, like, the play, the book is not good. Yeah, I'm probably still gonna like, read it. I'm not about to spend hundreds of dollars to watch this off, like, Broadway, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. But so, for those of you guys who don't know, it's the the play follows Harry and Ginny's son Albus and Draco's son Scorpius, and it follows their unlikely friendship. And mm. um, yeah, and so um, Naruto also has a huge canon example of this with like Boruto, and like you know, it's, it's all about Bar Boruto, Naruto's son, and like you see all of like the other characters, like kids or whatever. I'm not super into Naruto, so like I don't really know much, but. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, next-gen fix will either sometimes, well, usually will center around, like, characters finding out their parents' like, history, so, like, about what they've done mm -hmm. or dealing with having famous parents and kind of, like, Cursed Child deals with this, you know, from what I've heard. Like, where it's like, oh, I need to live up to the expectations of so-and-so. Right. Or, like, everyone being like, oh, you're not, like, so. It's just, like, it's realistic. I feel, you know, like, if you had, like, a famous parent, I feel like people would be like, oh, they would expect you to live up to their name. Yeah. Which really, is, which really sucks, you know, I mean, your, it, your own person. Right. And that's definitely, like, something you see reflected in the real world, like, often. So, mm -hmm. I exactly. definitely, I think that's a really interesting thing to explore. Yeah. So, um, of course, I chose a Harry Potter fic because, like, it's, it's, like, the most it's popular thing in the tag. with this. Yeah, like, it's when it's I think the, next gen, I think Harry Potter. Potter. Um, so it's called Cool Dad Harry Potter by the Daily Prophet's gossip correspondent, Rita Skeeter. So it's like a little like column, like a newspaper column, and then like a little conversation. Um, it's by Written Sins on AO3. The pairings are Teddy Lupin slash James Series Potter, Scorpius Malfoy slash Albus Severus Potter, and Harry Potter slash Ginny Weasley, obviously, because like mm -hmm. canon their kids. Right. Um but yeah, so it's it's cool. I I only took little. I only took some portions of it. So definitely go give it a full read if you enjoy this. Mm -hmm. So we're not reading the full fic, but so it's gonna start with um, just the like little gossip column. So I'll just read that, and then like assigning parts wise, I think there's like it goes back and forth a lot. So mm -hmm. uh, we can figure it out. Yes. Okay, so okay. Cool Dad Harry Potter 
by the Daily Prophet's gossip correspondent, Rita Skeeter. <laughs> the two, uh, the 2022 Quidditch World Cup final is already starting off with a bang, and not because of the rousing fireworks display set off by the owners of the infamous joke shop, Weasley Wizard Wheezes. Um, for the third World Cup running, Dumbledore's army is in attendance and sitting snugly up in the VIP section. Apparently being part of Dumbledore's army means you're, means being VIP for life. Do not be fooled by the startling amount of gray. Is that crow's feet around Mr. Potter's eyes? Though, um, those are indeed the once youthful her- wizard heroes who have captured many of Hold up, how parts. old is fucking Rita Skeeter then? <laughs> like, old as fuck. Old as fuck, but you know she's a gossipy bitch, so, mm-hmm. you know. Several of them, including Neville Longbottom, Seamus Finnegan, Dean Thomas, and our own boy who lived, Harry Potter, were found supporting, uh, found, I think they meant sporting, not supporting, but, uh, I think they mean sporting, so I'm gonna change it for them. Were found sporting nasty bruises and scratches. Was there a fight? Is the inner workings of Dumbledore's army falling apart before our very eyes? Or perhaps this relates back to Mr. Thomas's previous relationship with Potter's wife, Ginerva. Um, could we be witnessing the beginnings of a saucy love affair? Mm. It should not go unnoticed that once again, Ginerva has gladly left her husband and children behind in London whilst off gallivanting and playing at reporter. But I digress. Ooh, I, it's Ginebra. so good. Um, youngest son Albus Potter can be seen being accompanied by best friend Scorpius Malfoy for the second World Cup in a row. One can only assume this friendship was created and continues on to this day, despite each other's fathers. Apparently, being sorted into Slytherin isn't enough for the youngest Potter's son. Nor are the uh, frightening amount of piercings he seems to be acquiring rapidly. Potter is still continuing to claim that he is happy and proud over his son's sorting. We suspect he is lying. I have reliable sources that's, that are more than happy to share stories of Potter's and I'm, uh, I know this word and I can't say it out loud. Which animosity. Word? Animosity. Yeah, okay. Animosity towards the Slytherin house during his years at school. But far more startling than Potter's crumbling marriage and strained relationship with his youngest son. More shocking than ever than Looney's Lovegood's newest fashion statement. Spoiler. The statement is desperate. Uh, she desperately needs a new no, wardrobe. No, don't be so mean to Luna. <laughs> I know. She's so, I love her. Um, uh, I love, I love her. Sorry. One moment. <laughs> um, is the relationship the eldest Potter child has found himself in with one Teddy Lupin. Oh, yes, readers, you read correctly. Lanky half-werewolf, bright bubblegum pink hair, notorious bad boy Teddy Lupin has somehow sunk his claws into Harry Potter's eldest son, James Potter. Just a short eight years ago, devoted fans would, will recall Master Lupin was quite adamant about his now ex-girlfriend, the stunning Victoria. Is that how you pronounce that? Which word? Victoria. Victoire? Victoire? Oh, pro- that think? makes sense. That would make sense. Okay. Weasley. And by adamant, I mean, couldn't keep their hands off her. Couldn't keep his hands off her long enough. It was a miracle neither of them passed out from lack of oxygen. Overcompensating, perhaps? All signs point to yes. There had been some speculation when Master Lupin had showed up to the last Quidditch World Cup stag. Some of you more savvy readers might not be surprised that he's now with a man. Just look at his hair. So mean! But it's... That's so Rita Skeeter, you know? 
She's a gossipy bitch. Um, but surely nobody could have foreseen the scandalous turn of events. How this relationship came to be is still unknown. Not Master Lupin. Um, not Master Lupin has already proven himself to be quite the seducer. The young Potter didn't stand a chance once he set his eyes on him. How does the muggle expression go? Hungry like a wolf. Oh, so there's more of like the little, um, what's it called? It's like section of this so you could read more of her gossip mm -hmm. column but Cute. now we're, so but now we're gonna read like kind of the aftermath of like um of like everything else everything else i just have to see uh oh, jesus there's like a lot of different people in this section so we can kind of just go along i guess okay yeah. so like who should each of us read for then uh it's just like it's so hard because there's so many different people I mean, if anything, the main ones are, like, Teddy and Al, so I can just read for Teddy and you can read for Al, and then as other people come up, we can just assign. Okay, that works. Yep. Unbelievable, Teddy cried. Sunk his claws in? Seducer? You seduced me, and you're the one who kept dragging me off to snog. I told you this would happen. <laughs> the small kitchen at Godric's hollow um, filled with laughter. James slumped against the tear uh, table, tears in his eyes and clutching his stomach. Teddy glared at him, hair going a violent shade of red to, uh, to match his flushed face, and James made a vain attempt to stifle his laugh. Oh, you can be James. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> He squeaked out breathlessly, fighting another bout of laughter. He didn't sound in the slightest bit sincere. Uh, in the, sound the slightest bit sincere, and Teddy rolled his eyes. Oh, sod off, you prat. You know very well you did this on purpose. Oh, I forgot. We have to do British accents. I was hoping you would forget. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget, Liz? <laughs> I didn't bring it up on purpose. <laughs> Um, I will not be doing British accents, so sorry. <laughs> um, James grinned and didn't bother to deny it, his brown eyes glowing with mirth. Teddy struggled to keep his expression stoic, but lost the fight, a stupid love-struck grin stretching across his face. Everyone in the kitchen traded knowing smiles, and Al snorted into his chocolate milk and muttered, Bad boy, my ass. No, oh, I'll be Lily. Right. Okay. No, but... But the best part, <laughs> Lily gasped out between laughs. She, uh, she reached over and snagged the paper from Teddy's hands. Biting down giggles, she read with some difficulty. Several of them, including Neville Longbottom, Seamus Finnegan, Dean Thomas, and our own boy who lived Harry Potter were found. I, I think they mean sporting once again, but we're, we're going well, yeah, to change they meant it. Sporting. Sporting nasty bruises and scratches. Was there a fight? Is the inner workings of Dumbledore's army falling apart before our eyes? Lily squeaked and collapsed into a fit of giggles, bursting out. You were helping Uncle Nev garden a fight! I can't breathe! She made a choked, dying sound and slumped against the table. Al reached over and plucked the paper from her hands. You're such a badass, Teddy. <laughs> that was but it was not british this is why i don't do an accent <laughs> oh, that was so funny um alt's eyes glinting with mischief <laughs> lupin had wrapped his arm around the young potter's waist in a blatant show of defiance oh you tell him ted <gasps> shut up slytherin disappointment 
Teddy snapped. Al scowled and retaliated with a rude hand gesture. Ginny choked on her coffee and Harry gave a half-hearted, I'll just do a little, boys. Boys. <laughs> boys. As he reached over and patted her on the back. I'm burning that paper, Teddy promised darkly. Now. James quickly uh, snagged the paper, snagged it from Al before Teddy could, dancing out of Teddy's reach with a manic, ma- I think I they think mean manic, manic yeah. grin. Oh, oh, no, you oh, don't. Oh, that's you. I'm having this framed. Like hell you are. Teddy dove for the paper. James jumped out of his reach and bolted around the table. Teddy Teddy gave chase. That'll be you. Oh. um, Does this make me the eldest now? Al inquired idly, pulling his legs out um, out of danger as James and Teddy chased each other around the table and sitting cross-legged at, on the counter. He rummaged through the biscuit tin. Oh, yeah. It's like basically they um, earlier in the thing, mm-hmm. uh, Rita basically. Um, oh, she miscategorized the... their ages. Yeah. I see. Okay. To make it seem more scandalous. I you see. Know? Okay. So like to make like a really like gross age gap when Ew. Okay. there's okay. like an age gap, but not like a really gross one. Yeah. Rita Skeeter is just a bitch. We know this. Yes, we know this. Okay. Uh, according to Skeeter here, you're only 15. He uh, selected the crunchiest biscuit of the lot and snapped it in half between his teeth. More like four, Lily remarked as she watched them. Al offered out the biscuit container and she pulled a face at him. He pulled one back. A wicked gleam entered his eyes as she said slyly, Hey, I've got an idea on how I can make it into Skeeter's next article. I'll go to the next next World Cup with Scorpius as my date. What do you think, Allie Bear? Uh, Al froze, eyes wide, and left cheek bulging with biscuits. He took one out of Lily's wicked knowing. Um, he took one look at Lily's wicked knowing smirk and swallowed hard. Red flooded, red flooded. Probably once again, yeah. some errors, but whatever you know, it is what it is. It's a fun fic. His cheek. Is that me? Yeah. Okay. Shut up, Lily. He hissed. Lily grinned. A cat with a um, grinned. A cat with a canary. Imagine the next article: a scandalous love affair at the World Cup. Albus Potter and score. Al dove. Lily shrieked and ducked behind the table. Um, and that. Okay, I guess I'll be Harry again. Okay. Please don't tell me I. Please tell me I didn't hear what I think I just heard. Harry moaned to his wife as they watched the children chase each other around the kitchen. Ginny smiled over the rim of her coffee cup, a thin trail of steam tickling her nose. I guess do you want to be Ginny? Yeah, I'll be Ginny. Just think, the Malfoys could be your in-laws someday. Ginny said, oh God, Harry said uh, feebly. Relax, Ginny said, her lips corking up. You're cool dad Harry Potter now, remember? Harry glared at her. She grinned back, unrepentant. Aww. Isn't that a fun one? Like, I think that's it's so cute. fun. And I mean, like, them being written about on, like, a tabloid, that's, like, mm-hmm. so realistic. I you know? agree. Oh, this was just, I loved the fic. I thought it was so cool. It's love definitely, it. it's a very cute one. Yes. Um, I love I Next I Gen. It. It's, it's, Next Gen fics aren't something I necessarily read, but I do enjoy the idea of it a lot. Yeah, I I don't think there's something I really ever go for, but I'm not opposed to the idea for sure. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll read Cursed Child and fall in love with it and just read a bunch of Albus and Scorpius. Debatable. (laughs) It's like so hard to get into. I know. I the thing is like I like the whole idea with like the friendship and I think it's really Mm. great. 
And yeah. 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 (laughs) Maybe my brain will just be like, I like these characters and I need other stories to fixate on to avoid the awful one. Yeah. Valid. But yeah, fuck JK Rowling. Just fuck JK Rowling. Um, we try to make that very clear every single time we record. We do not like that bitch. She is a turf. Uh, fuck we, her. Do, we we are allies and we do not support turfs yes um death of the author is real <laughs> yes um is there um, really i don't know if there's really much else to say about this yeah i think i think we're ready i to think close that's it out. um i do want to say like now that i have my work schedule we'll be able to start figuring out um when we're going to start releasing our 50 shades stuff yeah um we'll, we'll update you guys more with that probably next week i'd say yeah while we figure out everything for that all right liz where can we find you on social media you can find me on instagram twitter tiktok and twitch at lazily liz uh what about you gaps you can also find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at flighty the nerd and liz where can we find information on the show you can find the show on instagram twitter and tiktok at trope podcast you can find us on facebook at trope podcast or their tropes battle for dominance if you need to email us for any reason or sending me good Maze Runner fix, you can email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Wherever you are listening to this, please rate and leave comments, whatever. We Yeah, don't forget to it. follow, um, subscribe, whatever platform you're using allows you to do. We'd love to hear feedback from you. It helps us make the show better, and it also gives you more of what you want. Yeah! Yay! Okay, so we're signing off until next time. Bye, guys! Bye!